Welcome back, one and all, to the Scott and Lodge Show, Two Dicks Talking Bollocks. Uh, and we will con- continue now with my second uh, entry, hopefully to be banished into Room 101 forever. And it loosely ties in with your last one, Lars. Hmm. And this is where it really gets kind of not vitriolic, but like this is this is where it you know transcends from just a bugbear to a real like fundamental problem for me that annoys me sufficiently to nominate it here. And this is this is people with with a a complete lack of spatial awareness and <laughs> and or cons- just consideration of others in general. Mm. And um I mean, this most definitely comes under the you know wider umbrella of just disrespect, really, and um, so does the final one in some ways. But um, I'm going to keep it within what I've just talked about uh, thematically here, right? And um, you mentioned uh, the supermarket, Lars, and that's the first place I think of with this, <laughs> um, because this is a, well, I mean, it's a weekly occurrence for me. You know, good knows what it's goodness knows what it's like for you working in that environment, but. Um, I'm not just talking about the people who like stop mid aisle and have a bit of a chin wag, you know. Um, it's kind of like people that don't have any forethought about like what's going on behind them, and they just like stop for no reason whatsoever, yeah. you know. And and I suppose unpredictable movements in general, right? You know, sudden like nonsensical changes in direction, you know, that happens all the time. They just walk diagonally right into your path, like without even looking in the direction they're walking in. Like, and it's not even as if they're on their phones and distracted. Um, not that that would be a defense, but it, it's more just like these thoughtless, like maneuvers, you know. Um, mm. And I bet they would be the first to complain if someone did it to them. You Absolutely. Know? And that's kind of the crux of it, really. Like, they just don't realize they're doing it. And I think it's more they don't realize than they don't care. But yeah. Um, keeping it in the supermarket just for a minute longer. Um, also, people who don't have a handle on their kids and just let them run a mock up and down the aisles. Mm. Um, you know, there's few things more unpredictable than that. Um, this happens every time we go out. And, and Vicky will attest to me recently saying in Aldi, I swear to God, I'm going to deck a child like, in a minute. <laughs> like, uh, that's obviously the fault of the parents. You know, I, I understand that children haven't really developed that kind of spatial awareness yet you know uh, and sooner or later one is going to learn the hard way you know when i embed my <laughs> basket into the side of their face <laughs> and it'll probably be oh. accidental you know on my part they'll just run into it you know when i can't get out of the way sure. um, but then you know curiously as people get older they seem to like regress back into that and and lose the spatial awareness again altogether Absolutely. I'm not going to blame people for getting old, you know, and their brain cells degenerating. But really, I'm kind of aiming this at the adults who are in between in terms of age and should know better, should do better, and either haven't developed this understanding or ability, or they just don't care, you know, and Mm. think they have the right to act however they want, you know, because it doesn't matter what effect it has on others. Um. And that's what I mean, really. I sort of titled this as like people having a lack of consideration of others. And I I can give you some non-supermarket related examples. Um, And I'm sure this is one that anyone listening will have had some experience in. Let's home in on like the cinema or the theatre, right? 
No, I can think of two instances fairly recently with this. Well, one very recently. It was last weekend. We went to see mm-hmm. the, the the play uh, 222, A Ghost Story. Have you heard of that, Was Afraid not, but please continue. Okay, well, it was making waves in London, and then it, it made its way up here to the Alex in Birmingham for a few nights. It's like a suspenseful horror play, really. And as such, it relies a lot on silence at times. And um, unfortunately, right behind us were a group of, I think, rather inebriated ladies. They were just, like, chatting and sniggering the whole way through it. Probably, uh... probably thinking they were being sufficiently quiet so no one could hear. And mm. I think that's the naivety of some people at times. They just don't think it's affecting other people. But Wait, is, like, it, is it naivety or is it being drunk? Uh, well, the naivety is a byproduct of the drunkenness, I guess. But... It's it's ultimately deliberate, isn't it? Hmm. If you put yourself in that state in a place that just, it's, yeah, um, it's and, certainly inconsiderate. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, ultimately, yeah. This all boils down to inconsideration. Um, last year, we went to see Steve-O, you know, from Jackass, right? He did this. Um, oh yeah. Again, this was at the Alex. Um, he did this like bucket list tour, right? And it the show started with this like video reel playing. And um, and this guy behind us clearly sort of didn't consider it like part of the show or whatever because he was just talking at volume, right? And um, eventually it got too much, and I just turned my head partially and just said, "Shut up!" Like quite assertively, <laughs> to be fair. Good on you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, the guy to the right of me like snickered. You know, he was clearly thinking it. You know, yeah, yeah. Probably loved the fact someone was like able and willing to do it at the time. And um, this guy didn't like it at all. Um, but it did stop him. But, yeah. but the, the problem was that it sort of put us under a, this cloud of angst for like the rest of the show. Like, yeah, because he clearly held on to it because there was an interval. And then at the start of part two, he said something like snidey that I can't actually remember what it was, but he clearly held it in for me the whole way through that. And, um, and so, and then. Um, Vicky sensed this was going to turn into like a proper confrontation and, and sort of forbid me from from saying anything else or doing anything else and just you know, but it shouldn't be like that. People mm. shouldn't be like that in in the first place. And and then you know if it happens subsequently, people should be able to tell them to be quiet if they do, yeah, and not be in fear of the consequences. You know, especially when you spend something like fifty quid on a ticket to be there, like. People talk about sort of, you know, racism and sexism, but people rarely talk about sort of this breed of people who, ironically, don't necessarily discriminate. <laughs> they just have a lack of mm. respect and consideration for everyone. Everyone. You know? <laughs> yeah. And that boils my blood. You know, arguably the most of, of all three of these. Um, you'll have to wait to find out what the final win is, obviously. But, but like, yeah, this one, this one really gets me. Funnily enough, I'm really genuinely warmed by almost a sense of synergy here. Uh, things will become more illuminated later. But um, uh, first and foremost, uh, I'd like to say um, there's no point in debate. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Um, the the rise of uh, just in, in consideration across the nation um, is is absolutely chronic as far as i'm concerned um and of course it's a hotbed in these public spaces as well 
Oh, absolutely. Where all walks of life are like in, you know, almost condensed together. And again, I go back to a supermarket, but it's it's a good example, isn't it? It's where it happens. Oh, it is all the time. And I mean, you know, just to make it slightly more a personal thing for me, the amount of times I have been personally held accountable for decisions made by a group of people in a a, a meeting, um, you know, sort of thousands and thousands of miles away. Uh, that I have had absolutely zero bearing on is uh, absolutely uncountable at this stage, but it happens at an alarming rate. Um, I, I really don't, I think it's a good thing for, for children. It's certainly be a, one of the primary things that I would look to instill in my children is a healthy respect for other people and their personal space and their, you know, it's a basically be kind and considerate. And it seems to be a, a far off thing for many people, unfortunately. So I wholeheartedly agree as I pull back on the lever and watch. Uh, how, how would you describe it, Hughes, again? Sorry. I don't know. Just to, just watch it plummet into the depths of hell. No. The, 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 how would you sum up your thing? I mean, I don't. I didn't want to oh, say inconsiderate people, but you well, know. it's it's you know, and well, I suppose, and you know, it's it's. Parenting comes into this, of course. You know, I talk about children, and uh, I firmly believe people should learn the hard way in life. I think it's it's the best way to learn. And mm. uh, if if you just let your kids off the leash, you know, I'm not saying kids should be on a leash. I'm talking, you know, not literally. Well. We go back go back to what you said, Lars. Not literally on a leash, but figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you just if you kind in, of in some circumstances, yes. You know, you kind of you just then you almost warrant the right to their protection. Don't you? Yeah. You know, like it's if um if a trolley bashes into a child's face in a supermarket, and it's the child's fault, which I would assume it would be almost all of the time, then mm. fucking brilliant. And actually, all things considered, it's it's the best thing for all parties. You know, you won't do that again, sunshine. Or if mm. you do, well, fine. You know, you you can add another bruise to the collection. Uh, but uh, no, sorry. Uh, so this this basically, I guess in going back to umbrella terms it's people with a lack of spatial awareness and or consideration mm. of others in um not just in public spaces i guess you could say online but um yeah or, or an even even more abbreviated version cunts yes um <laughs> you probably could um culminate it in that single word yeah mm, i just have thank you uh, <laughs> <laughs> now um Rolling right along, I'm I'm excited to delve into the, the two choices that for me I, I've got certain things here that you know we, we sort of raised my ire as it were, but my Christ Hughes, these two things were the two auto picks. My next two choices that I I you can already are these your, like your final two or are these um yeah yeah my final two okay so you're you're combining them I'm not I'm not going to pre present them both at the same time but they both relates to the things that immediately I was just <laughs> okay. frothing at the mouth with anger. Um, and, and I'm going to deviate slightly away uh, to, to contrast what you've said a little bit and also somewhat agree exactly with what you said, because what I'm going to say uh, to be put into Room 101 is bad drivers. Because right, yes. my Christ... There are some people that should not be on the fucking road, not for their sake, for for everyone else's, if anything, 
But, you know, and again, I'm not necessarily going to particularly pick on old people because, you know, I, I do feel like old people sometimes do sort of continue driving long after it is safe. And long have I seen in supermarket car parks, there have been, uh, you know, little old ladies that can barely see over the windscreen crunching the uh, the gearbox as they sort of, you know, narrowly avoid everyone else on their way out. But just in general, I truly, honestly believe that there should be more tests for uh, driving. I don't know of anything else where you pass one test one time and that's you good for 50 years. Yeah. I, I think it's a piss poor system. I think it's only because we've only ever had one test that there isn't more. I think it would, uh, because of the amount of cars that are on the road, it would generate a, an income that could be put towards more uh, safety measures, more uh, better, better, you know, less fucking potholes. Hey, that would be a good one, wouldn't it? Well, Perhaps, I've, you know, I've previously called the DVLA on this show, uh, quote unquote, a bunch of cocksuckers. And... Um... <laughs> This probably comes under negligence more than anything, but um, I've got so much to say. I'll wait. Sorry. Okay. Okay. But yeah, there, there, there is, it, 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 you could actually funnel it under inconsiderateness once again, but for me, there is nothing that riles me quite like seeing piss poor driving right in front of me, whether it's parking on the line. So you're taking up two bays or driving along and then stopping. For no apparent reason, Before, no indication. I, yeah, the parking thing, right? And Curb Your Enthusiasm um, referenced this. Say it's a busy car park, right? Mm. And and someone parks like a twat. And um, and there's actually a group on Facebook called Parked Like a Twat. I suggest yeah. you check it out. It's great. Um, oh, I'm on it. <laughs> um, the problem is, if you have to then park next to that person and they drive off... You're parked like a twat. You yeah. look like the one who's parked like a twat initially. And um, this has happened time and time again. But anyway, sorry, I don't want to steal the thunder, but I had to just before we moved on. But I mean, you know, it it, it happens so often. I mean, I'm uh, resigned myself to being quite a, 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 a sort of forgiving driver. And I'm almost I'm more I'd rather give way to you than have you cut me up and feel aggrieved that you cutting me up I just rather concede that that sort of you know you go first mate I, I I'd rather you not be a prick to me deliberately than me just wait 30 seconds for you to get out of my fucking way mm. um it, it happens so much it is uh, and people are so fucking brave in their little, you know, motoring boxes. And, yeah. and some some people are so sort of proud about their own cars, which you know, good on you, but is not necessarily something that I, I particularly identify with. And I, I I just think all of it. There there is so many positives to having better drivers on the road. That bad drivers they must be banished. Yeah, and in a lot of foreign countries now, they've uh, done away with or are trialing it, you know, just removing like road markings altogether and, and even traffic lights. So it's just completely up to, you know, holy shit, discretion or indiscretion, you know, drivers. And oddly enough, it seems to yield very positive results in terms of a reduction in accidents and stuff like that. I can't see it ever happening here. You know, we live in a country oh, no. where, where Swindon, you know, hardly the fucking jewel of the UK has um, something called the magic roundabout, which is a roundabout 
of roundabouts. Do you know about this, Loz? Mm. Yes. I've got for anyone that doesn't, it's I, I'm not going to try and describe it. Just Google it, magic roundabouts, yeah, find yeah. It, and you'll be like, what? Like, how is it? How's motoring got to that? Uh, <laughs> I live in a city. Um, I, you know, for much of my life, had lived in kind of you know neighbouring sort of towns that are nearest to cities, and then always kind of wanted to get back to the city in some way. And, and naturally, you know, London was first and foremost in my mind. And and I love Manchester and like Bristol. I think we've got some really interesting cities. Um, and I've <laughs> I've wound up in Birmingham, um, mm. which um, <laughs> I won't go into too Steady. much. I've, no, no, I've had this conversation with, you know, my partner who is born and bred in Birmingham. And I think it's fine, you know. But, like, I'm, but I must say, I must say that, the majority of people here are I've used this word before, pond life. And um <laughs> never never is it more apparent than on the road. Um and uh, really, yeah, this ties very nicely in with what I just talked about with my Luz. Um mm. it's a nightmare navigating the roads of Birmingham, um, uh, which I have to do, you know, twice on a daily basis if, if I'm going into the office and I have to go through a place called King's Heath, which is quite a built up area. Oh yeah. Uh, and um it's i've basically it, i don't know where to start really basically you know roundabouts are the place where this really comes up and um yes yeah and the problem is i've just learned you know to just trust no one mm. so um indication is the main thing for me around driving that bothers me or the lack of you know, mm-hmm. uh, indication is supposed to be exactly that. You are indicating to someone what you're about to do, what yeah. you're what you're about to do. That it's futile turning it on when you're halfway through the maneuver. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and it's that's you know, uh, basically, yeah. Uh, when it comes to a roundabout, I just and you have to be quite assertive you know in birmingham to like to to get into a roundabout and beyond it you know to, to yeah, yeah. get on with your day and the problem is i trust no one so i have to wait until i've seen someone physically turn to the exit before i pull out because i just i assume my default position is that well they're not indicating but they're going to come round so mm. for me to pull out presents a potential problem um so the the amount of times lads that i've just screamed indicate you know, yeah, through yeah. my window yeah. to someone. And um, even if you're going straight ahead through a roundabout, so say second exit, right, straight on, 12 o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. You, by the letter of the law, um, you should indicate after you've passed the first exit. So, you you know, yeah. you've got and, – and no one fucking does it, but – I do it. You, but oh, Thank you. I'm sure you do. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, no one thinks about the person on the opposite end of that roundabout – waiting for someone to to indicate that, that that's what they're doing so they can pull out and get on with their day and so yeah it, it yeah it really bothers me this one um i could have mentioned it in my as part of my previous one i'm sort of glad i didn't really <laughs> so, mm. you did um yeah i'm oh, sorry I, I really don't want to like waffle and steal your um entry that's just my yeah, my side of the the experience. All of, right. So, of this so, uh, so, do you agree with me, Hughes? I, I feel like you agree with me wholeheartedly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It needs to happen, right? And, um, you know, and also, you know, I, 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 funnily enough, I used to have a much zippier car, which is weird if I name the two cars, right? Because I used mm-hmm. to have a, uh, I've currently got an Audi, like A3 saloon. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a lovely car. Um, and to look at it, you'd probably think, well, it's like a, I don't know, two litre or something. No, it's a one litre. Um, mm. You can get an A3 saloon and a one litre. And that was a big uh, factor in me purchasing it because I wanted something that was fairly economical. I thought, I don't need it to be too zippy. And then yeah. I quickly realised, fucking do in a place yeah. like that. <laughs> um, and so I really rely on like people doing their job correctly to be able to like get out. And, and then ironically, like I say, you know, my old car, which was a Ford Fiesta, um, yeah. But it was a 1.6. That thing could like fucking steam into a roundabout and beyond, no problem. But yeah, this one I've got to be much more um, wary and considered about when to pull out. And unfortunately, now I live in Birmingham, where you've really got to <laughs> to do that on the regular. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, you know, of course, you know, my default position is one of safety. You know, not just for me and the car, maybe for the other person as well. But, you know, it's um, sadly, yeah, time and time again, this comes up, Lars. And the moment you said driving, I was like, yeah, this is like a prime, a prime one for me. And so, yes, uh, without any due hesitation, without any consideration whatsoever, into the depths it goes. Ka-chunk. Ka-chunk. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I am vindicated once more. And that leaves us with, is it one more each? Yeah, I think so. Now, I know the Zoom warning hasn't come up yet, but it's going to, isn't it? And so I don't know what to do here. Um, Do I try and crack on and do this one quickly? Yeah, go on. Give it a go, son. There's 10 full minutes of speaking. Go on. All right. Well, the, the reason I have this trepidation is that this is obviously the one I've kind of saved till last. And I think rightly so. To me, this is this is the one of all of them <laughs> that, that just gets to me. And um, um, I'll just that I've titled it, you know, in the bullet point as cancel culture slash inclusivity. Now, mm. not inclusivity itself. <laughs> it's important to say, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a sociopath or a twat in general. No, of course I'm all for that. And of course it should have always been there. You know, that's largely the thing. I mean, you know, strictly speaking, um, uh, you know, at risk of offending someone and that's going to tie in very nicely with this whole piece. But let me just start by saying this, you know, to me, like there, there are two biological genders, right. And, and you are biologically born one or the other to me, that's just fact. Yes. But but then what is happening inside your head is, is completely different and separate. And and I think that everyone should be respected, if not understood, over that type of thing, right? And, yes. And I, I you know, I, I don't fully understand a lot of the self-identification that's going on around me. But, like, that's fine. Like, I don't need to understand that. I just want people to be happy, you know, and comfortable in themselves. And yeah. And all humans should be like that, for fuck's sake. But sadly, as a race, we just aren't. You know, and it, it, of course, it's much worse in other parts of the world. Um, 
but like we we just don't, we don't live like the Navi do, do we, Luz? And um, <laughs> and sadly, never will. You know, never will. Uh, no. That's that's part of a bigger problem, of course. But if you look at Western society, most people would say it's come on leaps and bounds in recent years, and, and ultimately, yes, it has. But um, I don't like the place it's in at the moment at all. And um, and I really hope that this is like transitional and a sort of necessary stepping stone, because mm. the point I'm making is that the pendulum has been pushed so far in the other direction that it's still not equality like at all. You know, it, it's yeah. it's nowhere near it. Like if you look at mainstream tele, you know, terrestrial TV for a second, th- there's been an obvious paradigm shift in terms of like the personnel, you know, front and center. But much of it is for completely the wrong reasons, sadly. Like, it, it smacks as being more just like jumping on the bandwagon, you know, and pushing people out there, like, who have not been selected on merit, but just almost purely based on their uh, gender or skin pigmentation, right? Mm, and if you sexual think... Sexual orientation. Yeah, and if you think about it, that's actually racist, isn't it? Yes, yeah. So like, and sexist, you know, I'm not... I'm not making a case for white men being hard done by here. What I'm saying yeah. is the mentality is still in the wrong place. And I I feel like not many people recognize that. So mm. y- you should host a television show or whatever it may be purely on your sort of presenting acumen, you know, and, and the thought of color like shouldn't come into it at all. And if I were one of those people, you know, um, I would have a hard time reconciling that and sort of feeling respected. Do you know what I mean? I'd, I'd feel like I'm being used to prove a, to prove a point of, oh, look, we're inclusive here on ITV these days. We're on board with this. We're good guys. We're progressive. No. What you're on board with is, is that bandwagon that does not hold the moral compass that it purports to. Um, it's just desperately concerned with capitalising on the situation rather than that caring mm. and like there's a part of me that says well okay that's business you know you have to stay afloat and i do get that side of it but it it bothers me because i i want true equality and i want everyone to be respected and i look around me and i think we're so far away from that still um sky sports at the moment have this thing of putting like fixtures up in in like a blue panel on the right side of the screen you might know what i mean Lars. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've made this almost statement of like not specifying whether it's the men's team or the women's team. Oh yes, it just says Man United versus Arsenal, right? And and the issue there is not like oh put women on the end. It's more that it's just downright confusing. You know, you've yes. got like you've got two teams with the same name, Manchester United and Manchester United. Like yeah. the, the you know the, the resolution in my mind is like put the word men on the end you know just just put the word men on the end of one and put the word women on the end of the other like or, or announce the competition they're playing in maybe yeah but just you know what's the uh, yeah I don't get what the problem with that is it's not like one's superior to the other it's just that you just want to know which one it is that sure. it's, it's it's that simple in my mind I mean. But I, yeah, I don't want to dwell too much on that side of things. It's more the the cancel culture side of it is yes. what I want to focus that the, and the notion of offence. This is where we get into why this is where it is for me, and that yeah, 
there is much frustration on this widely. And so, you know, rightly so. And so I know I'm not alone here. And uh, I, this ties in with my previous entry, where ultimately it kind of boils down to disrespecting others, I think, or th thinking you're superior. You know, they're like, oh, I was offended. Ergo, that should be taken away from everybody. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm that, offended, therefore I'm right. Yeah, that to me is far more insulting yes. and, uh, and morally bankrupt than than the initial cause of their offence, like whatever it was. You know, like to me, free speech is sacred. Like it must be protected at all costs, whether you agree with someone or not. Their opinion is their opinion and they have every right to it. And and also to me, at least, they have every right to voice it, no matter how contentious. You know, I'm pretty sure I've used this quote before on the show, like that after food, water and oxygen, the most basic human need is to be heard. Right. Mm. And and we're moving towards a, a, a scenario where that is wilting to the point where, like, people are trepidatious saying anything now in fear of the reaction. Yes. Um, and thankfully, there are some, you know, like bastions still out there, you know, the vanguards, if you like, that are continuing to sort of speak their minds in, in like a, a public forum. Uh, well, to a worldwide audience, to be honest, who are kind of, to me, just being free. You know, they're, they're being free. John Cleese, notably, is um, shooting this whole thing down at the moment. You could look at someone like Frankie Boyle. And then, um, you know, my old hero, Ricky Gervais. Um, <laughs> now, his his first few stand-ups and the Golden Globes, I suppose you'd say, are like the prime examples here. And, you know, he rightly sort of came out at the time and said, well, you know, this wasn't a room full of wounded soldiers. You know, it was like the most privileged rich people on the planet you know yeah um, and he said well you know offense is taken not given and just because you're offended it doesn't mean you're right you know just like you said and um i watched uh some of his more recent stand-ups and sadly he has to spend much of them now basically defending himself and sort of ex yeah. ex explaining the notion of offense um as much as he's actually been telling any jokes you know, but it's a shame, but that's kind of where we are. And um, uh, I think of like the League of Gentlemen, you know, Papa Lazaro, you know, yeah, who, yeah. who has been sort of partially wiped from the history books now because of the whole like this quote unquote blackface. Yeah. It, it's just ludicrous. It's not in any way meant to represent or ridicule a black person. Like, mm. I'm sure the majority of people out there who've been responsible for this outcry aren't black. You know, and you know what? Even if someone wants to broadcast that they think, oh, black people are lesser citizens and they shouldn't be afforded the same rights. To me, they've still got every right to say that. Like, I mean, they shouldn't expect to find themselves very popular from it. <laughs> and sure. Of course, of course, I would disagree wholeheartedly with them as well. But that's the difference. I disagree. Mm. Like, I'm not offended as such like very little actually offends me you know i'm struggling to think of anything except maybe like this <laughs> you know the people who respond yeah. in the way that they do you know because those people who think that because they don't like something they have the power to shut it down altogether you know, like you mentioned dave Chappelle before and that there's numerous other instances out there i mean it, it's just it's dangerous territory for me um, and it's actually more oppressive than much of what you know recent governments have put in place. I'd say over, you know, mm. as, and it's largely the the people driving it. You know, the crux of the matter, boys and girls, 
is that a lot of people are fucking idiots. Mm-hmm. They're either they're either the bigots who, or they're those who think that their voice counts above the rest. And yeah, or they're the people brainwashed by those people. And sadly, it's growing. You know, um, and I think of people who are like poor people who just not poor in you know monetary sense, but just these poor people who just there's such a lens on everyone and they might just get the terminology wrong or something on air, you know, mm. um, and they clearly don't mean any disrespect as I see it, but they, that maybe they just say the wrong word or something. And, and the next thing they find that the system is like washing its hands with them and they're just out of it, you know, like career ruined. It's, it, I yeah. find that really sad to see. Like uh, life ruined almost. Yeah. I, I will defend everyone's right to say whatever they want. And if you don't like it, your right is to just ignore it. And and that's mm. as far as it should go. It's it's not being shoved down your throat. You know, it can be a newspaper that you just choose to stop buying or reading or a TV show that you switch over from and never watch again. And if it is someone who maybe you can't avoid as easily, like, I don't know, a family member or like a colleague, then we should be in a world where where we're adult enough to just engage with them about it rather than like shouting over the top of it. Hmm. And like Steve Hughes, you know, like you probably thought this guy's name might come up here. Cause of course he does a piece on this. So yeah. And also with a name like Hughes, you should damn well listen to what he's saying. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, he's like, well, I was offended. Well, so what? Nothing happens. You know? Yeah. Just, just be offended for Christ's sake. You know, I, 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 you're almost warranting your right to an adult opinion and consideration of your opinion if you're going to go like that. So, yeah, we've gone from like oversized teaspoons to, you know, cancel culture here. But this is um, a big issue for me. And so this is. Don't, don't you find that is the element of social media has, uh, you know, beforehand, if you were, say, in the pub with your mate, right, in the 80s, and you went, oh, I don't like these bloody puffs, or whatever, do you know what I mean? That might be the end of that, and it, it might, you know, only be a bit of sort of talk between two friends, as much as I, I, I don't, you know, appreciate or support that viewpoint, but do you know what I mean? Just as a, an example of something that might be spoken between two two friends. Um, Now... You've got the ability to connect to the world and you can display your lewd opinion unfiltered and like, you know, especially once again, you know, people are so fucking brave on their little keyboards that, you know, you, you, you've got the stark raving lunatics of the world unleashed in their, you know, millions. And there's it, it's all the court of public opinion. Uh, it, it, it's, you know, it's madness. You would never have heard all of these ridiculous opinions before and now they're, they're all brought to the forefront and I, I think really we need to understand social media for what it is and largely ignore it yeah the ability to ignore seems to be like dying out bizarrely mm. um, and it's that's really sort of the crux of it for me um, and again you know Ricky Gervais did this bit about like oh, you know um someone puts a post-it note in a, you know, the, the, um, um, oh, what's the word? Um, you know, like the, oh God, what is the word? 
sort of the lobby, for want of a better word, of like a supermarket or something, where you get these um, advertisements. You know, oh, free piano lessons. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then a someone, notice board. Yeah, no, yeah, thank you. Yeah, and then someone ripping it off, going, "I don't want piano lessons." Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not for you then. Like, move on. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and yeah, and funnily enough, um, uh, James Corden's you know writing team stole that joke, and and that became a whole thing, didn't it? Recently. Oh, I but that, aware of that, but I'm not surprised. But that's kind of another matter. But interestingly, you know, Ricky Gervais, as much as you know, I love him for for the early stuff that he did, uh, and maybe not so much recently. But he didn't sort of chastise James Corden for that. He was just like, well, you know, I can sort of see how it happened, but whatever, you know. But, but it, it it's a prime example of someone choosing to not be offended and just just ignore it. You know, fine, yeah. whatever. And it's amazing that we're almost you know, training this gene out of us uh, as a society. And uh, the, the moment it's gone is the moment we're completely fucked as far as I'm concerned. You know, you can talk about um, global warming or, you know, anything like that that has this sort of impact on maybe the planet itself or, or whatever. Um, but if this continues and escalates, then to me, that's much more catastrophic for the human race. Mm, absolutely. It's well, it's equally, it's the death of the human race. As far as I'm concerned, it's, it's the same thing. It's just the human race. Just fucking. Shot it, to it, it's almost the death of hope. Yeah. And all this comes from a good place. I like to think, you know, hopefully anyone listening would agree. I don't know. It's okay if you disagree and hopefully that is it. You know, you just disagree rather than, um, <laughs> submit, <laughs> sub, like e- emailing Ofcom for want of a better word being like I listened to an episode of the Scott and Lodge show the other night where Scott said this and uh, I just want you to know about it and hopefully uh, you'll deal with it and uh, yeah you know d- d- I don't think it's going to be like that for a second but um, hashtag cancel Scott and Laws. <laughs> yeah it's like I say it, it look I massively disagree with a lot of people's opinions or a lot of what people would consider worth putting on TV or whatever. Not for a second would I ever think to try and intervene with it, for Christ's sake. Mm. It's just let people be people. And if you don't like it, look at another way. It's not sort of hiding from a problem you know, in a way that in other areas of your life, you know, you could argue that hiding from a problem is, is a, a big, well, problem in and of itself. No, this is co- totally different for me. This is just get on with your life. <laughs> it's as simple as that, really. Yeah. Yeah. Y- you are still, you know, to a decent degree in control of your life. D- is this really stopping you from being happy? You know, do you really have to try and shoot this down for other people as far as I'm concerned someone can be as disrespectful as they like right as Loz just said pre-recording has started let's grip it and rip it baby (laughs) you know it yeah and so it's it's over to you to I hope both grip and rip Loz with your final um nomination we've unanimously you know um agreed to each other's submissions so it's a hundred percent record uh i guess it falls to me 
to decide whether that remains uh, a full sweep. But well, first, first and foremost, first... Uh, I was going to say I, I um, I'd like to to say I, I very very nearly said something similar myself, um, and I didn't just because. You know, it it is a difficult subject uh, to talk about more the gender politics side of things than the cancel culture, I guess. But um, I mean, you know, I don't think either of us have got the sort of social media presence to ever truly be cancelled. Uh, and I mean, obviously, the people are on our side. But the the thing that that I would like to press home on both sides is just. Um, I really think that acceptance is what we're all looking for. Uh, yeah. Like f f something that I was thinking of, for example, is I I'm not really into tattoos. I'm not really into piercings, but you have both. And both times that you've had tattoos and piercings, I've accepted that. It it's not something that I've needed to agree with or disagree with. That's something you've done. And I've gone, Oh, Scott's got tattoos. Now Scott's got a piercing. It's not uh, something that I need to concern myself with. It's happened. And unless you've got like, you know, I love Mars bars tattooed down the side of your face or something, then maybe I might have been slightly concerned. But other than that, you know, uh, it, 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 it's something that doesn't necessarily concern me. Therefore, I accept it and I move on. Yeah. How difficult is that? But at the same time, well, it's you know, clearly it, very difficult. Yeah, well, uh, this is it. There, there seems to be this thing where it's like, if your voice isn't heard, then your voice doesn't matter. And I think, well, some people don't deserve to be heard, frankly, because their opinions are such pish. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think, you know, really what everybody wants is acceptance, uh, you know, uh, regardless of what the situation is. And I think more acceptance would, would only give us more joy and happiness in the world. And, and surely that's what we all want. So unanimously, Hughes, I am firmly behind you. Uh, this is being confined to the depths of Room 101. And uh, I hope that all of you out there are... Uh, are flying the banner behind us as we charge headlong into the battle. Thank you. Yes. I'm oh, sorry. I couldn't remember whether you had officially, um, you know, pulled the lever, as I said. Is no. it le lever or lever? I've said both in this episode. I'm sure you're going to tell me that lever is more American or something, but I'm, I'm, I might have said lever over lever, but I don't know. Ultimately, it doesn't matter, and I'm not going to dwell on it. And that's exactly what I would hope that other people would do in life but they don't see and that's acceptance. why yeah and that's why we've brought these topics up so um thank you Loz. Uh, i thought you would agree with that but um, it's obviously nice to hear it C confounded compounded both do both words apply Con there confirmed well confirmed for sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah no uh, i got you back jack good. I, I i think you were uh, you spoke well and and sensitively there about a sensitive topic and uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a very yeah, very sensitive topic that one, and um, yeah, hopefully I I did my thoughts on it justice. But um, enough on that. That moment has been and gone. Uh, it's over to you, Loz. Uh, you have the floor. Uh, your <laughs> I think is it. This would be your final of the three, wouldn't it? It is. This this is the thing. Which and it, it, it it's something that's that's. Uh, 
that's got under my skin recently, but it, it it's, you know, something that's pissed me off for a long old while. And it, again, I, I don't think you're going to be um, far behind me on this one, but, and it is somewhat related to my work, although I do think it, it, it once again um, flies a flag for a larger problem. But my final choice, the thing that genuinely, if I had, psychic powers and the immunity from prosecution i would burn people in front of me for this right this is condescending people slash people who will correct you wrongly <laughs> there is nothing that infuriates me more especially as someone who does find himself at the moment being a supermarket worker and not ashamed of it certainly not proud of it that's just where i am at the minute and it works for me at the moment but uh, and I, I do understand perhaps there's more to me than the average shot worker sure I'm, I'm, I'm willing to to take that on the chin but you should not assume that anyone who works in any one particular place is a fucking moron unless you want everyone to assume everyone who walks through the door the other way is a fucking moron yeah now, i genuinely try with most people to step with a, a good foot forward and a nice cheery hello, and I will glean from that the amount of effort that I'm going to follow that up with. And I think I've, I've spoken, not at length, but spoken about this before, and I don't particularly need to get into it again. But I, I genuinely try and give most people the benefit of the doubt, I try and give people the best customer service that I possibly can. I try and treat people with respect whenever they come through the door. And I try and always relate to what would I respect from somebody that I would be being served by? What would I appreciate? It's a little bit of putting yourself out there. But, you know, I, I do find often that it, it, you know, for people who have a bit of consideration, that it goes a long way. But some fucking people want to walk through that door at a one chap, and I'm still angry about it, as you can tell. I was walking down an aisle, uh, and I'd actually finished my shift. So I really, I, I had I had every right to go finish my shift, mate. Talk to someone who cares. I didn't. This chap stops me and he says, uh, uh, "Hello there. Um, I'm looking for the pancetta. I don't know whether. Um, oh." I suppose you wouldn't have come across it, would you? And I went, what? It's, and I went to go, it's over there, sir. And as I went to say, it's over there, sir. It went, uh, 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 no, no. Now, what I'm talking about is little bacon pieces. And I went, the pancetta is there, sir. And he looked and he went, oh, um, oh, so it is. Thanks. I went and, and fucked straight off. And I, oh, my God. Oh, I, I would have taken that man's soul. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, uh, it's I, not bacon either. You know, if you want to be really specific. Mm. I know that's not the crux of what you're talking about, but... But the... Oh, you wouldn't have come across it, would you? Oh, it's not a pot noodle, you fucking scum. Ooh, you have to assume uh, that's kind of what they meant. Like... Yeah. I, 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 there's a, almost an epidemic recently of people who will bring an item with them to the till and they'll place it down next to and then as I'm going through the routine of, of, of the service uh, I'll, I'll go okay so it's this fuel with this amount because I always like to double check because again 
most people are fucking stupid and ignorant, so I do like to double check because it's easier than doing a refund. So we'll double check to make sure we're doing the right thing. And it's also, frankly, and I am sort of patting myself on the back here, but, you know, uh, it's me double checking for you that you've put the right fucking fuel in. Because I'd rather me warn you about it before you get back in and start said engine with the wrong fuel in, therefore ruining the engine, than, you know, it, it could possibly be avoided by realizing here and now. And people will tap or point towards the item to which they want to purchase as if, oh, and this too. And I think, who the fuck do you think you're dealing with? Do you know what I mean? I've I've enough I've enough about me and enough you know uh, enough of my field of vision accessible to me that I have noticed you walk through the pissing door and stand in front of me. Do you think that I don't notice the fucking the bar the Snickers bar or the packet of crisps that you've picked up to go with you? Of course I know it's there. It's right in front of me. I don't need you to tap at it like I'm a fucking moron. Well, I'm guilty of this, Luz. I do this, I think. Um, but, but probably with different intentions. You know, for me, it's just I, want, I just want to make sure it has been noticed, you know, so that I don't walk out with it somehow unscanned. Um, I think if you place an item on the desk and somebody hasn't charged you by the time you've left and they haven't queried that with you, that's as much on them as it is on you. But for me personally... I, I've had it happen a number of times. I had another lady, which again, I was flaming. I nearly told her to get off my forecourt. Uh, she came in. She goes, oh, uh, hello there, madam. How are you? Oh, yeah, not so bad. It's number 16. Now, I knew it wasn't number 16 because uh, at the current point in time, I think we'd, we'd not, it's either we'd not got 16 pumps or we got number 16 close. Either way, it was inaccessible or did not exist. And I went, I'm sorry, madam. I think it's number seven. And she went, no, number 16, I said. Mm. Right. right, madam, I've seen you walk from number seven. There's Number seven is the only one that has its finished fueling. Therefore... I think if you look back, you'll see it's number seven. And she went, it's the one over there. And as she turned, she went, oh, it is number seven. And I went, yes, madam, number seven. I couldn't <laughs> help but rub a little bit of salt in that fucking bitch's wound. But I was just like, Jesus fucking Christ. It is literally my fucking job to know where you fucking cunts have come from and what you've been doing there. And when you walk through the door and try and correct me, it just as i say people would burn yeah it's, um, it's really it really is as far as i'm concerned an extension of people uh being completely inconsiderate to other people it, 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 you, you know i can understand to some people that sort of oh have you charged me for this which is certainly a far more polite way than just sort of tapping at something as if uh, 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 I think you've missed this well I haven't missed this actually what I've done is waited for you to finish speaking so I can uh, ask you about it quite often yeah uh, and that's what puts me in the former camp you know on the other end of that you know because I, I would be the kind of person that's like just want to make sure you've you know seen that I've this is included 
And that's all it is. Gen- genuinely, if somebody went, oh, and this, yeah, no problem. You've alerted me to it. It's perfectly polite. There's no problem. But I don't need people sort of like, ding, 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 pointing it out as if sort of like, oh, you've missed this one. Fucking haven't you, twat. Mm. So, yes, these might be slightly workplace related for me, but fuck me, it lights a fire under me. No, it's it's totally valid. It's, it's again, I feel like it, you know, a lot of our major submissions do fall under the same umbrella of that sanctimony and just, you know, racism and sexism go without saying, you know, but yeah. Mm. It's it's the, the bigger picture. It's just the general disrespect towards anyone else. Yeah. And uh, I think all of this ties in with that. Um, but specifically what you talked about, Lars, yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the people who um, arrogantly try and correct you. Um, uh, the, the only example I can think of recently, um, and again, you know, as always, or well, sorry, not always, because you've just cited mm. a, a, a non um social media example but i'm thinking of you know it largely does happen on social media and um uh there's you know there's any listeners of the show you know throughout will know that i'm quite um avid about theme parks and so subsequently on facebook you know i'm in a bunch of groups that are to do with various things to do with that and um there was one to do with and loz uh you have joined me upon this ride uh the rock and roller coaster (laughs) starring aerosmith Right. Oh yeah, in Paris, which yes. um, which has since been reskinned and rethemed to the Avengers, right? Uh, um, yeah. Avengers Assemble or something like that. Um, whereas the original iteration, in fact, no, I suppose iteration isn't the right word. It was the original, you know, um, mm. remains the same. It's still um, Aerosmith and stuff. And um, someone had put a uh, post about the Paris version being the Avengers, and um, I'd said something about, oh, I hope the original never, you know, befalls this fate. Uh, not that I've got anything fundamentally against the Avengers, but I just love the original Aerosmith, particularly the Florida version. And then um, uh, someone replied with something like, oh, I think you'll find this is the one, you know, like, uh, it has been like Einstein. Um, oh. And then... <laughs> I sat on it for about probably 30 seconds and then replied, being like, well, look, if you're going to dish out the sarcasm with that tone, you might want to ensure you've actually got your facts right first. And I was like, this is the Paris iteration. This is the Paris one that's been rethemed. I'm talking about the original. Yeah. And it was, it went no more vitriolic than that. But then they, yeah. they, and then about five minutes elapsed and they deleted their comment. And, um, <laughs> and I, I thought, oh. That's the sort of people you're dealing with, isn't it? Unfortunately, in life, for the most yes. part these days, that you know, part of me loves to see someone who's so consumed with their own self righteousness, and then can't deal with the fact they've been proven to be wrong. It's mm. not like it's not as if I sat back in a smarmy mood for the rest of the night. Like, yeah, it was, yeah. It was just like you've been an idiot. Um, I've reasonably respectfully sort of called you out on it and proven you wrong and you couldn't deal with it and you deleted the comment and fine. It's just that's you know, I've been used, I just, used I just to like doing to jump it. in there. Just, sorry, sorry to uh, to override you, but it's really dislodged something there just as we're talking about more internet-based things. And I remember very vividly I was on a group uh, where it was uh, around um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia 
and somebody was going, oh, I'm making a pilgrimage to Philadelphia. Is there anywhere that are like prominent locations in the show that I could um, that could visit? And I just sort of fairly, you know, I, I wasn't trying to humiliate this person, but I was sort of like, oh, well, um, I'm, I'm a Brit, so I don't especially know. But I guess the fact that it's called it, it Always Sunny in Philadelphia, probably a few places, yeah. And somebody put in uh, underneath, well, actually, mate, most of it's filmed in like Florida or somewhere. So yeah, it's actually, in LA. I no, think it's filmed. Yeah, no, a lot, a, a lot of it isn't filmed in Philadelphia. So maybe the Eagles Stadium and somewhere else. But other than that, no, probably not. Mm. And I replied then went, oh, uh, what a rookie mistake, silly me. Uh, apologies, you know. And that was the yeah. end of it. It was, you know, it was just sort of, oh, never mind. Do you know what I mean? And I, and they went, oh, you know, cheers for the, you know, feedback, guys. And it was. That was the end of it. And I just, oh, I was wrong. It's been pointed out. Fair enough. Okay, no problem. But, you know, that, that again, pe- people don't seem to be able to, to have enough about them to go, oh, actually, I was wrong there, wasn't I? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, beggar's belief, but it comes under the same umbrella again. I, I know a lot of these are, are, are linked, you know, but in different flavours. And we've we've examined you know, those different areas of this. But it, yeah, it does. It comes into that same bracket of just people who um, can't... I almost don't want to go over it again. It's just, just a bit of self-awareness, a bit of, you know... Humility. Respect for other people, a bit of, you know... You know, a, 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 a lack of ignorance, frankly, would be nice. Yeah. Yeah, and ignorance takes many forms, and um, the, the, there are all sorts of others that haven't been mentioned here, but presumably irritate Loz and I, you know, as and when they come up, but we just haven't thought of them. We've cited these other examples, and uh, I would like to think most listening would agree with us, and if they don't, that's fine. I said this before, you know, it's not that we're wrong, it's not that they're right, or vice versa. It's just us voicing our opinion, you know. Loz and I have a podcast we talk about what we want to talk about on it. We're two dicks yeah. talking bollocks. Doesn't mean we're wrong. We like to talk bollocks. Um, mm. But the word wrong is, of course, subjective. Of course it is. Absolutely. I'm, I, I don't want to get lectorial here, you know, at the end of this. That's not the intention. Because uh, I don't fall into that bracket of, you know, self-righteous, sanctimonious wanker that thinks <laughs> they're above anyone else and can can dictate and, and lecture others. Mm. This episode in particular, and just the show, wider show in general, is just Loz and I voicing our opinions. We love to do it. You know, as far as I'm concerned, we're doing it for us. Um, I know that could potentially sound um, not obnoxious, but, you know, it's, it's of course, I'd love to think that others are listening and, and agree and, and enjoy listening to what we have to say. And we, that we chime with them. And that's great. I, I hope that's the case. But if it's not the case, fine. Mm. I, I really enjoy doing this. And um, I think you do too, Loz. And I don't see us stopping anytime soon. I don't know what the next episode is going to be. <laughs> we, we, um, no. We've got no idea. We, we've got some ideas, but uh, we don't know what we're doing next. But that's, I think that's part of the beauty of this situation. You know, we've been in previous series where it's been like, well, we know we're, we've got another 10 episodes wrapped up in this little series of whatever. Series of series, in one case. Mm. But um, I don't know where we're going to go next for this, but um, it'll be fun to pick one out. 
can I just confirm just for my own ego that that was also banished to room 101 wasn't it oh sorry I didn't mention that no Lars this one isn't going <laughs> in my face no of course Aww. it is of course it is well that's a clean sweep across the board for the pair of us I believe yeah and that is not um any kind of mutual back patting I like to think that is just no. us being I would like to think you know considered an intelligent and being like, well, yeah, fuck this. Like, why does this exist in the world? Get rid of it now. Well, I mean, some people might feel that the word hero is too strong, but maybe not. <laughs> Remember um, uh, Homer, I don't use the word hero very often, yeah. but, but you are the greatest hero in American history. <laughs> <laughs> You're goddamn right. Yeah, the, I mean, The Simpsons was never going to come up tonight, was it? Unless we were talking about people who dislike The Simpsons. And thankfully, there's few of those. So, uh, yeah, it was irrelevant to tonight's episode. But I get, it could have gone into my young people rant because uh, I, I get a lot of, oh, I don't watch The Simpsons. It's old and boring. I watch Family Guy. And you just want to be like, there wouldn't be Family Guy if it wasn't for the fucking Simpsons. Yeah, and that's followed the same path, isn't it? Where all the writers have left, and it's just like a fucking husk of is just trying to keep itself going to make money. Mm. I I genuinely really used to have a soft spot in my heart for uh, um, Family Guy and American Dad, but I can't tell you the last time I've watched an episode recently. Oh, the first few series were majestic, mm. and of course, The Simpsons. You know, the first ten, let's say, series of that were just well. I mean, I named it the my favorite show, didn't I? Mm. It was number one. Number one. Number one. <laughs> no, another one. <laughs> <laughs> well, Loz, have we reached a, a conclusion here tonight? I think we have. Um, again, it's a, a bit another. I, I feel like this probably will go into one episode. It'll be quite a long one, um, as opposed to we could split it out. I don't know. It's, it's a, a decision that will be made in due course. Um, without Indeed. Yeah, submit to, it to management yeah um, <laughs> but I'm quite happy for this to go into a bumper episode um, yeah I think so yeah um, and if that is the case and you're still with us thank you for listening I know the longer pods can be difficult I, I speak from my own experience you know I listen to some podcasts that are like two hours plus I tend to do it when I go to bed you know and I um, put my earphones in so I'm not disturbing anyone else in the bed Um uh, there's usually only one other person in the bed, and um, I'm glad you clarified that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and so I, I often kind of backtrack and then you know try and pick up where I left off, and I guess that might be the case for you, you know, dealing with the longer episodes of ours. But we could split this out, of course we could. But I think I feel like this one might just go into into a one and done, not in yeah. any way to be like, yeah, yeah, but just, chunk. Yeah, just yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think this should be its own beast yeah and then we'll move forwards into territory of which uh unconfirmed undecided last to boldly go where no man has gone before yeah exactly yeah where no dick has spoken bollocks (laughs) yeah we'll see we'll see um in previous episodes we've hinted at the one to come we're not going to do that this time no, you'll just yeah. you'll uh, in the nicest possible way you'll get what you're fucking given. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd be thankful for it. Yeah, 
So, uh, yeah, talking of gratitude, uh, thank you uh, to everyone still listening. Thank you to you, Loz. And thank you to you, Scott. And I won't do the usual nonsensical thank you to something else. I, I can't think of one, for starters. Um, <laughs> but just, I, I guess just, well, thank you for listening to um, to my irritations and um, and giving them the due consideration and um you know the uh you thinking back to the the initial ones that we put forward they were <laughs> you know a little bit more on the silly kind of trivial side whereas the the main ones i think yeah it's been a clean sweep as Lars said it the, they have all been banished rightly so and yeah, I, think I, we I, can... I think we've been we've been just in our targets haven't we yeah, the, no decision has been flippant. Um, it's but everyone, everything has been given the reverence and respect it deserved, and I think the right outcome was achieved, Loz. Absolutely. And so off we go into February, and uh, we'll reconvene this time. Then I suppose end of the month. Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Ish. Chip, 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 chip. Chip.